Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. I'm Ryan Steck. And I'm Rachel Geiger. We created the True Grit Strength Podcast so that we can share our stories around how strength training changed us for the better and helped us to discover our athletic potential, develop grit, and pursue growth in all aspects of our lives. It's through our stories that we hope to share with you that regardless of where you are or where you've started from, you can build strength and athleticism in all ages and stages of life despite loss, injuries, or setbacks. So how do you make a comeback to the gym when the odds are stacked against you? Tune in to find out. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. Yes, welcome back to us. Um, To us doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It has been a few weeks. Um, July was busy. It's been a busy summer. Yeah, we um, have had a lot of family in town visiting us, and then I went to New York for a bit. Um, we both kind of started new jobs. We started new jobs. Um, yeah, so um, it's it's been a minute. Uh, this definitely fell off of our list of priorities as we were juggling a lot of different things and aspects of our lives, um, but we're here. And this is super relevant because today, this episode, we're going to be talking about progress over perfection. Yes. And originally, we had like a whole different episode planned. And we were talking about it at dinner last night. And we were talking about it this morning. And we were hashing out our thinking. And... And now it's Sunday at 6.30. And we're tired. And we want to chill. Yes. And instead of just scrapping the whole thing and yep. going another week without doing the show, um, we're on here to, to talk about progress over perfection because it's a lot of what I've been thinking about and working with people on this week, and it's also relevant to our current situation. So we've got a lot of good examples of what this looks like and different ways that this kind of idea manifest itself but this is super meta because this exact episode (laughs) is our version of something is better than nothing we still feel like we can provide value in a in a maybe shorter period of time and then that's better than going another week without having an episode yeah we uh, have been thinking and talking a lot about this idea of when you get to that moment where you have to do the thing whatever the thing is, and you're kind of at the crossroads of like, well, I can, you know, do the thing perfect or I can not do the thing at all. Yeah. Um, and we've been thinking about that crossroads a lot, and it's like showing up for us right now. Um, and I'll definitely be the first to admit that like I have way too many perfectionist tendencies. Um, so this is a skill that Ryan's really like, taught me um or that like I've seen him uh model and be really really good at is like let's do what we can when we can it's also really hard for me though because I'm someone who like really thrives on like structure and yes and my plan and that because those things give me clarity and when Mm. something happens and it throws the whole plan off I get really flustered because I'm like fighting the inner desire for it to be, for me to do the exact thing that I want to do, but Mm. realizing that that exact thing is not, maybe not really possible. 
Interesting. So it's me convincing you is more is this is, <laughs> is also me trying to convince myself that it's okay. Yeah. And that plan B and plan C and plan D are all just as good. Got it. Interesting. Um, yeah, for me, I'm fine in unstructured situations. In term, right, like teaching is very much that way. Like you kind of have to think on the fly and like adapt really quickly. Um, but for me, the perfectionism is like, if it's not perfect, what will happen? Like what bad thing could come out of that? It's more of an anxiety, I think. But Yeah, no, mine, I think mine's like a little anxiety based too. We're going to jump into some concrete examples so yeah. you all know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> we're just having our own little therapy moment the over record, here. This is also the, when maybe one of the first times we've ever done a show without extensive notes. Yes, we usually, I mean, talk about like you know, perfectionism. So yeah, we usually draft out like a four page, not script. I mean, sometimes it's like verbatim, like we'll literally read from the script. It's an outline. Yeah. But some, but you know, as we've gone further into the show, it's become an outline. And we're just like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. And we just make bullet points. But today, today (laughs) today we have the saddest half sheet of notes that Ryan wrote really quickly. Um, no, it's not sad. It's really good. Um, and it's going to guide us through this episode. Maybe you should post this on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, this will be the photo. That so we y'all use. can like take a, just a lens into, to our planning here. So, anyway. um, okay. So we're going to talk about progress, not perfection. Um, we're going to give you three concrete examples of what that looks like. Um, and hopefully some of those examples resonate with you and you can kind of see yourself in them. Um, and know that you're not alone out there in that struggle of like, what do I do when everything's a little bit too much and I still want to, you know, be accountable and show up for the things I said I was going to do, but everything's kind of spiraling out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For okay. Sure. Let's dive into our first example. Cool. So like we said, we've had family visiting and stuff, which has been awesome because it's the first time that we've seen a lot of these family yeah. members since, you know, yeah, about a year and a half. Um, and it's also always fun to have people in town um, and get, get them to show show them around Austin and stuff. But anyway, my dad most recently was here, uh, not this weekend, but last weekend, um, which was great. Um, it was one of his first times here. Um, and so... Yeah, we had a lot of fun, and, and we, like, pretty much ate, like, everything in Austin. We got barbecue multiple times. We got Mexican food. We got, what else did we get? Brunch. We had tacos. He we... ordered queso for breakfast, y'all. Yeah, I mean, y'all, we were sitting at the table. Like... I say he. It was his idea, but we but followed we, suit we very quickly. We were quickly on board. Like, <laughs> well, because we went, are we allowed to, like, to name drop places? Is that allowed? Yeah. Okay, I don't know the rules. Um, we went to Kirby Lane, and if you've been there um, in Austin, it's like they have, they're famous for their queso. And, you know, so they always offer it to you, I guess, at no matter the time of day. And we were there for breakfast, and uh, it was very much like, do you want our Kirby queso? And your dad was very much like, yes. And we were like, yes. <laughs> We're doing it. Yeah. We, we're, we're committing. So, yeah. So, point is, we definitely ate outside of our normal 
realm of eating. But like we've talked about in previous episodes, I had kind of made that agreement with myself. That sure. Like, Dad's coming in town. I, I want to take him to all these great places. We're definitely going to eat our fair share of barbecue. That's like our thing. Um, so I kind of knew, I was mentally prepared for that. Like I knew that I wasn't going to be like perfect on my macros or I had no expectations for that. Sure. I like, again, like we've talked about, like I made the decision before he came that that's what I was going to do. Um, and also that I was going to like skip a workout so we could have more time together. Like those are all like conscious decisions that I made prior to his visit so that when he was here, I wasn't stressed out about not being able to do these things or things you know, feeling like I was blowing something off, like I had already made that agreement and that allowed me the opportunity to sort of relax, enjoy my time with him, have fun. Um, we actually had a pretty active yeah. visit. Yeah. We, we went to Top Golf. We played, um, there's like a pitch and putt, like parkour is here. We went twice. Yeah. Um, you know, plus just walking around and, and you know, showing him around the, the city and everything. We were, had a pretty active trip, I think. Um, anyway, so he left on Monday night, um, and I dropped him off at the airport and then I immediately had to rush home and get online, uh, for work. And so I finished at like 7.30ish, like 7, It was about, yeah, it was about 7 when I had come to you. Later than we normally work out. Yes, yes. I also had to work that day and I just started I'm working in my same school but I like started a new position um so I'm I moved into leadership uh so I'm like kind of in a new space uh starting a new job and I got home much later than I anticipated and by the time I you know unpacked my bag and like prepped lunch for the next day walked Daniel like it was nearing 6.30, which is, like, way later than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Plus, I had just had a really long, mentally draining day. Yeah. Yeah, so it had been, at that point, it had been, the last workout out, out I had done was Thursday. So mm-hmm. I went Thursday to Monday. And I normally, like, this is my personal preference. There's nothing, like, scientific about this. It's just something I've learned about myself. Like, if I go more than... Th- I have a really hard time getting back into my workout routine if I go more than three days. Same. I can do three days. Anything longer than that, it's like I'm just like feeling awful. Yes. It's just way harder. I'm like sluggish. It's like harder for me to get back into it. Like mentally, it's str- I struggle with it. So like I try really hard not to take more than three days. And that I could be like doing something, you know, doing something within those three days. Anyway, um... I had a workout and like, of course, what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, like my instinct is like always to want to follow the plan. Like, so my original plan was that I had a weightlifting workout that I was supposed to do that day. But these weightlifting workouts that I'm doing right now are like, some of them can be an hour and a half, maybe close to two hours. And at the end of like a long day, (laughs) especially like that, the fact that it was like seven, maybe seven 30 at this point, I just didn't, I didn't have it in me. Yeah. So this inner battle that I was going through was, okay, do I follow the plan? Do I do this weightlifting workout, even though it's going to be brutal and it's, I'm going to be working out until like nine o'clock at night uh, or, or later? Um, or do I just do something else? Yeah. But the battle in the inside was like, in my head was like, that something else isn't going to be good enough. 
Right. Like, I need to just do what I know I'm supposed to do because that's the thing that's going to work and anything else is trash and I shouldn't even think about it. <laughs> right? So that's my, like, need for perfection. I got to do this weightlifting workout. It's going to be perfect. I got to put all everything I got into it. And, like, could I have done that? Yes. And mm-hmm. it probably would have sucked and I would have finished working out at, like, 9.30 and I you know, whatever, like the world would have not ended. I would have made it. It, There's no question of or not of whether or not I could have done it. But it's just in that moment, it it just was more of a bigger mental hurdle than I was like ready to tackle. Yeah, for sure. So like my options in that moment are nothing, do nothing. Like just, hey, it's already 730 at Monday night. I'm throwing in the towel. I'm I'm going to start back fresh on Tuesday. It is what it is. Right? Like, that's obviously an option. Option two is to, like, muscle through it and just get it done. And, you know, that's a big hurdle. And then option three would be, like, okay, what's a compromise between those two things? Yeah. Right? Like, is there something else that I can do in this scenario um, where I feel like I get some movement in, I get to move my body and, like, work out some of this anxious energy I have? Um, Is there something like that that I can do instead so I don't, you know, throw in the towel and feel unsuccessful? But I'm also not giving myself too big of a challenge that maybe I'm ready to, to deal with right now. Yeah. So I think that's, like, a good example. And, like, the, the events leading up to this could literally be anything. Sure. And, like, I was in a similar boat um, when Ryan – we both kind of – it was funny. We both kind of, like, met in the kitchen with this, like, look of, like, extreme stress across both of our faces – and I, like, I had, you know, like I said, I had a, a tough day mentally, and I was just, like, so busy. I didn't stop. I got home later than I expected. And I also am, like, on a pretty intense program right now, um, a pretty intense powerlifting program where my workouts, my lifts take about an hour and a half. Um, and it's, you know, it's mentally, it's, it's a drain. Like you got to really be ready. Um, and my issue with like working out late is that I wake up so early. I wake up around like five, five thirty that if I don't start a workout and at a certain time, like I start bleeding into like my sleep time. So like <laughs> yeah. I need to be done with my workouts by like seven, seven thirty. So I'm able to like eat, shower, chill a little bit and like be in bed by like 9 9 30 but if I'm like you know if I don't start a workout till 7 30 then it's like I'm going to bed later which affects my next day it's like a whole domino effect so that's where my mind goes like well if it's already 7 30 like I'm not I don't even want to start this workout and whatever it's like pointless why am I even going to do this right you know and I start going like well great now I can't you know now I'll have to wake up really early tomorrow and be tired and then when am I going to make this workout up and like I just I started spiraling of like what am I going to do how am I going to make this work Mm -hmm. and you know I think there's like a temptation to just be like well it's not going to be perfect so you know what like I'm done I'm just going to lay down and be done or I think a lot of times it's too for me maybe it's more like it's not worth like trying to figure it out is adding Mm, more stress so much more stress Right. And this is while this is usually while uh, while why I'm usually in the boat of like, just stick with the plan and do what you're supposed to do, because that's going to be the easiest thing. You don't have to make these like consolations and these like arguments in your head and trying to figure out another way. That's usually why I go with that approach. But 
you know, I'm also recognizing that there are times where, like, edits need to be made and, like, you need to make these compromises sometimes. Yeah. And that those compromises are still better than not doing anything. But, yes, it does – the the mental back and forth does add more stress. Totally. To the situation. It so, makes it very hard. But I do think that it's important to talk about because – People, you know, I, I do feel like there's a lot of value in it and people need to understand that, you know, again, it goes back to that, you know, something is better than nothing. Like, right. you're you're doing, as long as you're doing the progress over perfection or the progress not perfection, like, idea to me is like, what is one thing that I can do that's going to help me move the needle? Yep. Even if it's not the most perfect thing or even if it's not what I had originally planned. Exactly. Like, how can we adapt? How can we shift in the moment when, when the, you know, when everything's stacked against us and it's just not working? Right. What do we do? Right? And... I feel like this also applies to, like, not... This applies to fitness, workout stuff. This applies to nutrition. But I also feel like it applies to pretty much anything else. I have to, I have to remind myself of this when it comes to business stuff all the time. Right. Like I just took on a new part-time job as a teaching assistant um, for a personal training school, which is awesome. And I'm like super excited and I love it so far. But balancing that with like running the training business has been really challenging. So like my goals have changed before I had six plus hours a day to work on growing my business. And now I'm maybe down to like one. Right. Right. And so it's like I could throw in the towel and say, well, whatever, I'm choosing this other job over this one. Or I could say, okay, I've got one hour today. What What, can I do? What is the biggest, most impactful thing that's going to help me move the needle? Instead of being pissed off that like I don't have more time to work on it. Yes. I'm trying to maximize my productivity and the time that I do have because that's all I've got. Right. Right. And so again, like this could, this idea can really be applied to many different things right right so so in this moment right ryan and i are standing in the kitchen he's telling me about you know his struggle in the moment i'm telling him about my struggle in the moment and we're both just like in we're in it right we're both in the mess in the hard thing and we're like struggling and we just kind of like collectively decided okay we're gonna give one hour Mm -hmm. And, you know, I told myself, I'm going to set my timer for one hour. My phone's going on airplane mode. I'm ignoring the world for one hour. And I'm going to do as much as I can do in one hour. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go. Right. Yeah. And that's what we did. Right. And you did the same thing. I know you kind of adjusted I didn't your do, workout. I didn't do the workout that I was originally planned to do. I had another workout that I was supposed to do for something else. It's like, there was like a mix between like weightlifting and conditioning stuff. Yeah. So I did that and it actually took me less than an hour. So I actually had like an extra 20 minutes. Yeah. And it was tough. <laughs> and it was hard, but I got it done. And guess right. what? At the end of that hour, into that 45 minutes, like I felt great because right. for a few reasons, and this is what I think is important here. I felt great for a few reasons. One, I got rid of that anxious energy and I blew off that, yes. that stress. Yes. Right? So I got rid of that negative feeling, right? I'm not saying that that workout made me feel amazing. <laughs> right. Right? But, like, it, it got rid of that stressful, anxious feeling that I was, like, carrying around with me that I, I need to do something, but I don't know what to do. Right? Definitely. So it checked that box. Um, it also, it helped me 
move the needle, right? I got to move my body, so I got closer to my goals. Right. And that's something that if I had completely blown it off, I wouldn't have done. I would have delayed that another day. And and potentially added stress to your next day. Right, exactly. That stress doesn't go away. If you don't if you're ignoring something, it just bleeds into the next day. Exactly. Right? And so it's like I got rid of that because I checked the box and I got to move on. But I think the other important thing and maybe arguably the most important thing out of all of this is the fact that like I challenged myself to do something hard when I didn't feel like doing it. Yes. Right? Like that so at the end of that workout it was more personal satisfaction that made it worth it more than anything else. Right. I felt the same way. It's... Because I think a lot of times people have a hard time like separating what we're talking about with like the importance of reaching their goals because sometimes those goals and those stressful moments don't seem significant anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I well, I'm like in it and I've had this like rough day and I feel like crap and I don't want to do anything and like I don't even care about that goal right now. Right. And so I, and I understand that feeling. But I think in that moment, it's less about the goal and you needing to do something to get you closer to the goal. Like, yes, we know that. But I also think it's more important to know that I'm being challenged right now and I'm going to rise to that challenge because I know that I'm capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. And then once you've checked that box and you're past that hurdle, you get to have that personal satisfaction that you did it. And you did something hard when you didn't want to. And like that personal satisfaction, I think, is, is... really really motivating and really allows people to get that back into that momentum that they need right like the next day I also could have taken a rest day but because I was like oh I already did this really hard thing what else can I do right like I'm ready now like I'm past this taking four days off and eating all of Austin and whatever (laughs) like I'm back in the swing of things because I, I overcame that initial hurdle and I'm ready to go right it's like um yeah, it's this idea that of, like, resiliency, I feel. Like, there's something difficult facing, right? We're, we all struggle with this in our own way, where, like, we're juggling all of these things. We're, like, trying to make room for different events and people and places and, and all of these things. And we're, like, starting new jobs or we're you know, trying to grow our business or we're like trying to reach these goals. It's like, they're so, it's never going to stop. And so like finding a way to say, you know what, even when it feels like too much, like I'm going to find a way to show up and do what I can when I can, like that's going to build your resiliency up. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of like the next sort of example that I wanted to use, because again, this comes up a lot with clients like you know the personal training business is hard sometimes because you know people's needs and what they're up for really shifts all over the place right and so constantly being confronted with people saying like hey i want to put this on hold or hey you know i i gotta take some time off or you know whatever it is and but I think the majority of the time when those people are coming to me with these things, it's really about them feeling like, even if it's just like, hey, I need to take this week off because I got a lot of stuff going on, right? It's like, I think at the root of it, what it is, and I understand this because I feel like this too sometimes, is it's like, I've got too much going on. There's all these things coming at me. 
and I just need to kind of like hit pause on this so that I can go focus on other things, mm-hmm. right? It's like I couldn't, I can't handle all of these things at the same time. Like I have to choose and this is not, you know, either focusing on my nutrition or, you know, prioritizing or finding time to work out or whatever is not one of those things that I'm choosing. Right. And again, like we've said this a million times on this podcast, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I do feel like I have to point out is the fact that like that experience is normal and like everybody is going through that, ourselves included. Right. Right. And so what I don't like about, you know, the idea of like, oh, I need to put this on hold or I need to, you know, shift my focus to something else is that even if that may be true, that's only a very like short term solution. Right. Like that doesn't really help you in the long run because how you're successful with these things in the long run is like learning how do I shift and and adapt my original plan to like what's going on in my life right now so that I can still check all of these boxes and do all of these things. Yes. And that's a lot about what progress, not perfection looks like. Right. It's like you're starting a new job. Maybe you're going to school. Maybe you have a kid. Maybe, you know, you're helping, you know, a family member who's sick or whatever. Like it could literally be anything. Yeah. Um, and you're like, how in the world am I supposed to do all of that and also still have time to work out and still also have time to meal prep and still also have time to do all this other stuff? Like that's a totally normal thing. But that may mean that instead of saying, oh, well, screw this, like, I don't have time to focus on my fitness right now or focus on my health right now because I have all this stuff going on, maybe it's just, like, adapting what your idea of success looks like. Like, so maybe before you started taking this class or maybe before you got this job or whatever time that you're looking back to and you're like, man, I was killing it then because I was Mm. working out four times a week and I was walking and I was eating great and I lost all this weight and I felt amazing. Like, and now I can't do that because I have this and I have that and I have this going on. It's like, okay, so maybe you have to shift your idea of what success and looks like at that time. Maybe you're not able to do all of the things that you were doing before that helped you be successful because it doesn't make sense with your current lifestyle or your current circumstances. But that doesn't mean you can't do anything. Right. Like that just means that we need a plan B or we need to adapt the plan to fit what what is accurate and, and realistic about your life right now. Right. Like so. And I have to do this, too. Like right now I'm working out five, six days a week. Well, I'm starting to realize that maybe I've bit off a little bit more than I could chew. Right. And I need to maybe scale it back a little bit. That doesn't mean that I'm going to throw in the towel and give it up altogether. It just means like, hey, maybe I need to have a workout plan that has me lifting three times a week because I feel like that I can commit to. You see, it's a, it's a just about making compromises. It's like yeah, maybe instead of true. like, you know, working out every day, you're doing something twice a week. Right. Well, this makes me think about like being a teacher. Like I always shifted my workouts depending on the time of the year. Like, during the summer, I was working out six, seven days a week because it was like I could and, like, I liked it and I wanted to get movement in. I had all this time in the day and it was great. And, like, then the start of the school year would come up and I would, like, find a program that only had me doing maybe three lifting days a week that were only 45-minute sessions. So, because I knew I would be tired and, like, I'd need to switch it up a little bit and then Maybe around the holidays, I'd, like, commit to a little bit more. And it's a lot of, like, 
shifting and adapting to like what's going on in your life rather than like what Ryan said, instead of just dropping it all, right? Instead of totally giving up on like all the things you're committing to with fitness and nutrition, like don't drop them, figure out how you can still hold them and make room for the other things in your life. Right. Because again, like that's, that's how you are successful with this in the long run. Yes. Right. Like that's how I've been able to maintain a, a, you know, a certain level of fitness over the last five years. It's not that in the last five years, my life perfectly aligned to and allow, I had all this free time. And I had all this free time that allowed me to, you know, right. work out. Like, you know, like I've I've worked a full-time job and gone to school at the same time and tried to study for personal training exam and done all this and still found a way to work out. Did the way that I was working out when I was doing all that look like how I'm doing it now? No, but I had to, like Rachel said, adapt um, and change things up. So that's all we're saying is like, what does progress look like for you? And that just know and, and understand that that maybe looks different than what you were doing a month ago, or maybe looks different than what you were doing when you feel like you were last at your at your best in your best shape or whatever, you know, feeling feeling your best. Like maybe it just looks differently now. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not less effective yes. than what you were doing before. And again, like this is something I have to remind myself of. When I wanted to do that weightlifting workout, I had to remind myself that what I was going to do instead was not less effective right. than my original plan. Right. Right? It was just different, and it was better than nothing. Right, because, right, right if you were to opt for, like, nothing, you were then you would have opted for nothing, right? right? And, like, but you opted for doing something that involves some type of movement and activity, right? And that example of Ryan and I being, like, okay, set the timer for an hour, do what you can do in that hour. Like, that's an example of us shifting our focus from what we can't do, right? We oh, we don't have enough time. It's too stressful. I'm overwhelmed. All these things. Shifting our focus from what we can't do to what we can. Right. What we can do is commit one hour to do something. Yeah. Right? And then the last thing that I want to touch on too is just how this actually could manifest itself within the workout itself. So Mm -hmm. in regards to maybe like workout performance or like how you're feeling on, on a specific day. So I think one thing that we also talk a lot about here is like that, that hour workout or that time that you're making to work out is actually time that you're carving out for yourself. Yes. Right. So like this is even more important. If you feel like somebody who's constantly overwhelmed and stressed and has a million things going on and you're just like not even sure like how to handle it all like this, like prioritizing your health or prioritizing your fitness or prioritizing your nutrition or whatever health means to you, like carving out time. It's not just about working out, right? It's about you making that time to make sure that you're taking care of yourself And that taking care of yourself doesn't, like, always look like resting. Right. Well, I say this to Ryan all the time, right? As someone who struggles with anxiety, it's that on Monday when I came home, my head was in, it was ping-ponging, right? Like, that's something my brain does where it's just going from this thing to this thing to that thing. And, oh, I got to do this. And, oh, make sure I do this. And, you know, I I get really stuck in that space. And, like, when I carve out that hour for myself, what it allows me to do is to get out of my head and get into my body. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the benefit of like, for me of working out is like, it gives me space and time to say all of that stuff can pause and I'm just going to be right here. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen, I love, I love watching TV. Like I love watch shows, movies. I love all that stuff because at the end of a long day, like there is a point where I just want to zone out and turn my brain off and just do something like mindless and dumb. Totally. Like I understand that feeling and I'm not trying to disregard the importance of that, but I am trying to recognize the fact that like sometimes if I am really overwhelmed, I, that's not actually what I need in the moment. Like I actually need like Tuning out in a show to me is very different than tuning out because I'm focusing on something else like a workout. Right. And honestly, like for me personally, I need both because I need somebody, I need somewhere to put that, that energy, um, that pent up energy and maybe frustration or stress or whatever. And then I also need time to like turn my brain off and not focus on anything. Sure. So to me, it's like a, it's like a twofold thing. It's like, I actually need, need both. Um, and I think, you know, in the example we used this week with my dad being in town, like that night, like that's what that gave me, right? It gave me a, 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 an, an example or gave me an opportunity to, you know, release some of that, uh, stress or whatever, um, or anxious energy or whatever. And then also after that, I got to lay on the couch and chill and then I got to zone out or whatever. Right. So anyway, in terms of like workout performance, though, I think we can also talk about the idea of like progress over perfection, because sometimes all the things that we're talking about, you know, stress, being overwhelmed, anxiety, like whatever it is, daily responsibilities, maybe you're not sleeping well, like whatever it is. And then maybe we do say, you know, screw it, and we are going to get this workout in anyway. And then we start to do it and now we're frustrated because we're not able to do it to the capacity that we want to. Totally. (laughs) Like this happened to me. I went to New York City and obviously didn't work out for the three days that I was there. And then I came home and did this brutal leg workout. I mean, it was, it's, it's a brutal workout. It has me doing like back squat, deadlifts and Bulgarian split squats with um, a myriad of accessory work. So it was brutal. And I started doing it and it was one of those things where you like pick up a weight and it feels like 10 times heavier than like it actually is. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I struggled through that workout and the whole time in my head, I was just like, gosh, like I'm so weak. Like I've lost all my strength. Like I can't even do these things. Like I was really beating myself up. Um, and then I did the same workout on Saturday and crushed it. Right. Like, crushed it. Right. And I think this isn't important, and I have hundreds of examples of how I've experienced that exact same thing. And I think um, in clients who, who text me and, and they're like, oh, man, like, everything felt extra heavy today. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm not making progress. Like, I felt like trash during yes. the whole workout. And I'm like, you know what? That's totally normal. Like, yeah. 
not every single workout, even if you do get over that hurdle that we were just talking about earlier in the episode and you, and you're like, all right, whatever, I'm getting in the gym, I'm doing this, even though I really don't feel like it. And then you start to do it and you're like, oh man, like this sucks. Like, this is not what I had in mind. It's not a good one. Like that also is extremely normal and also part of, of this progress of this process. I mean, right. But the fact is, is like you showed up, like there's so many different variables that can impact how we can feel and perform in the gym on any given day right right and anybody who's been working out for a long time knows that right like there's i don't remember where i saw this originally but it's like out of every 10 workouts like eight are gonna be like okay or no it's like eight are gonna be trash two are gonna or one's gonna be okay and then one's gonna be oh one's gonna be amazing or something like that yeah and that's so true right because we can't have the expectation regardless of what it took for us to get there we can't have that expectation that like every single workout is just we're gonna crush it and feel amazing after like (laughs) sometimes that's just not realistic sometimes that's true and that happens and we hit a new pr we do something that we didn't think we could do or whatever maybe we just had some really good energy that day and just enjoyed ourselves or whatever it was like and that's a great feeling and does help with motivation but also some days you go in there and maybe you don't you can't do what you really wanted to do for whatever reason or you're just not feeling it and for myself and the program that I'm on right now what I really like about it and this is also how I write programs for clients is like it's um exertion based meaning I'm going to ask you to rate things on a scale of one to ten of how hard it is but the the important key thing there is that that variable could literally change day by day right so like what's eight out of ten for me today in terms of difficulty like two days from now that same thing maybe could be six out of ten depending on how I slept how I ate how what stress I'm under how what my mood is like have I drank enough water like there's a million different variables we could we could put out there but it doesn't really matter like the point is like you get in there you don't feel you know, like you think that you should, and now you're feeling defeated and frustrated and this, that, and the other. Right. And I think in my example, like it was a good, it was a good lesson for me to do the same workout and have one feel so unsuccessful and one feel amazing because it really just helped me be like, you know what, like the, the thing I need to work on is like, that that sense of like judgment that I put over myself of like I'm not doing this perfect right in that first workout like that was so harsh and like I wish I had just been a little kinder and just said you know what like today was hard um it didn't feel exactly like I wanted it to feel but you know what I showed up and I made some progress and like honestly who knows maybe that's the thing that set me up for this week when I just went in there and crushed that workout yeah, for sure. Sometimes, you know, the weight yesterday, actually, I was doing bench press and the weight, I got up through a warm up weight and that warm up weight felt as heavy as my, my like working set should have felt. Right. There's nothing I can do in that situation. Like I can't, I, I could power through, but overexerting myself is just opening up the opportunity for me to get hurt, more frustrated, and it's not actually going to help me in that moment. So what I had to do is drop the ego drop you know me feeling frustrated or disappointed and lower the weight a little bit drop the weight (laughs) yeah and guess what I still got the workout in and I and it's like you said like some like progress is still happening in that moment the same way that it would if I powered through right it's just like 
that's that's an important thing to remember it's like it doesn't have to be perfect those those fallback plans those those adjustments that you make on the fly um are you know are still as long as they're still moving the needle like it's okay right right and to bring it all back right like ryan and i were struggling to to show up and do this episode but we did you know was it our best episode ever i don't know maybe not right but we came we did it we're here we're moving the needle on like on this goal that we have to like have a podcast and and that's all that matters right i think too it's like mindset wise like the last thing i'll say it's a it's just it's about shifting your mindset from and focus from what you what you can't do to focusing on what you can do right so like right. i can sit here and get frustrated that like oh i could i can't lift the weight that i wanted to or like oh i i don't have enough time to get my ideal workout in so i'm not going to do anything right instead of focusing on oh i'm so frustrated that my work meeting took too long and now it's cutting into my workout time so now i don't i shouldn't even bother it's like instead of focusing on all the negative things it's like all right it doesn't look like how i wanted it doesn't look like my plan a doesn't feel how i want it doesn't feel feel how i want it to feel but what can i do what can i do yeah can i can i do something is there something that i can do um to to move forward um even if it's not what i originally wanted to yeah um yeah because you know there's no you're either you're either working towards stuff or you're not yeah right so you either choose to throw in the towel uh, or hit pause or whatever that means, right? Like there's no, that's why I don't like saying like things like, oh, get back on track, right? There is no track, right? <laughs> you're either working towards it or you're not. Um, and so that can look like a lot of different things. You just got to figure out what works and makes the most sense for you. Um, but as long as you're doing something to move the needle, that's all that matters. All right, y'all. Well, that's our episode on progress, not perfection, or progress over perfection. I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, Oh, I'm going to close y'all out with a quote that I actually saw this week, which really helped me break that um, mindset that I was having around that really tough workout that I did. Um, And just generally starting a new job because I'm, I'm feeling very like, I have no idea what I'm doing and I don't feel like I'm doing what I need to, but like, I'm still learning. So, um, the quote is by a poet that I really, really like. Um, they wrote a book called Inward, um, and they go by the name, uh, Young Pueblo, but I, I think that's just like a, um, not their actual name, but the quote is no one can show up a hundred percent all of the time. Next time you feel upset for temporarily not being the best version of yourself, Notice the attachment you have to perfection and remember that you occasionally need to slow down and preserve your energy to fully restore your well-being. Cool. And that's that. Sweet. All right, y'all. Thanks have for a tuning great week. in. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.